What is up, people? Welcome to another episode of Real Talk. I'm Devin Readers. This is a podcast where we talk about all things inclusion and a little bit of nonsense. If you like this podcast and like what we're doing, please subscribe wherever you listen and write a review. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it really helps folks find us. Also, if you would like to become a supporter of this podcast, you can use the link in the show notes. Thanks, guys. Let's get to the episode. Hey guys, um, I am by myself today. John Jenner was traveling and the substitute I had canceled on me last minute. So I'm going to do the best I can by myself. And I've been super busy and I've got a lot of other stuff going on right now. So um, we're just going to hit the highlights of this episode. And John John will be back next week to recap, which I'm sure is going to be a stunner of an episode. Uh, of Survivor, not of this podcast. None of these podcasts are particularly stunning. Um, okay, so first we had the Chinese food reward, which, um, you know, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> first we had Joe on the edge of extinction. I almost forgot that. Who could forget about Joe on the edge of extinction? Um, I think he is just going to absolutely dominate the the um, edge of extinction. And I love how Reem just was like, thought it was. So, rainbow, then he got voted out. And yes, I have a good Reem impression because I have been listening to Rob do it. Um, and... Um, and but yeah, I think Joe is just going to dominate the edge of extinction, and uh, the only way he's not going to be to get back in the game is if something catastrophic happens at the challenge, which could happen. Anything can happen in Survivor, but that's the only way he's not going to get back in the game. Will he go on to ultimately win the game? I don't think so. My winner pick currently is Rick Devins. Um, but I think he will go back into the game from the edge of extinction, even though he won't ultimately win. Um, then I guess the next big thing we had was the Chinese food reward. I thought it was a cool challenge, them having to go get the planks and then put them together in a puzzle. But, um, I didn't like the reward of Chinese food, but I apparently don't like Chinese food, and if I was starving, I may love it. Who knows? But I didn't think it was that good of a reward. Like, who wants Chinese food? But I thought it was a cool challenge. Uh, Then I guess the next thing we had was one of the most fascinating things ever in Survivor. Um, It was the David and Devin's quote-unquote breakup. They had been tight allies. And David and Rick Devins. And uh, and Wardog, the the kind of leader of the Wesley group, which David is also in, was like, hey, you want to come, you know, do you still want to work with us? And David was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Devins was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, of course. Like, why wouldn't I? And then he was like, he was being sarcastic. And then he was like, no, why would I want to work with you? You voted me out once, and you voted, and then when I came back in, you voted for me again. So why would I want to work with you? 
And even though he didn't get ultimate, we wrote it out the second time. So why would I want to work with you? So then David and Devin's mutually agreed to part ways. Like, let's not be allies for now, which is fascinating because you usually see one, you know, either stab each other in the back or like it gets down to numbers and they realize like they have to part ways to win. But nobody has, like, mutually come up to each other and came right up and said, hey, let's just part ways, basically. So, yeah, I thought that was fascinating. And so David's like, can I have, uh, so Devin's is like, can I have the other half of the idol back? Because if you recall, um, if you recall, uh, Devin's had given David a half of an idol that he had to play along when they wanted to play it. They both had to play their half, so you kind of have, have to trust the other person to play the other half. And David, being the genius player he is, was like, um, no. And so, yeah, that's exactly what he was like, um, no. And so, so, um... So I thought that was good of David because who knows that they're not going to orchestrate some kind of, Rick is not going to orchestrate some kind of move where he puts all the, he gives the, the half of the idol to someone else. He puts all the votes on himself, but then plays, they both play their halves of the idol and they both vote for David. So David goes home because he has the second number, most number of votes or something like that. So I thought that was smart of David. And, uh, yeah, so I was really impressed that David didn't give it back. Uh, and then I guess the next big thing we had was the immunity challenge where Victoria ultimately ends up winning. <laughs> but an interesting thing happened where one of the players, Lauren, passed out from, I guess, like Pete stroke. Because they had to stand on this little perch on their toes. So she passed out from heat stroke. And uh, while she was on the ground, Aurora and Victoria started negotiating. Aurora was like, I was left out of last vote because she was really tight with Joe uh, that got voted out last week. And she was like, I was left out of the last vote. I was blindsided because of biggest hour got voted out. Please let me have this immunity. I need to feel safe tonight because your first thought when your ally gets voted out is, oh no, I'm next. And so uh, they were negotiating while she was on the ground. And uh, I didn't think it was the worst thing because it wasn't life-threatening. They weren't like stopping the challenge and bringing in the chopper. If they'd have been doing that and they'd have been negotiating, I'd have been like, oh my God. But uh, that was so bad. But since it wasn't life-threatening or horrible, it wasn't the best thing you could do on Survivor. I wouldn't recommend it even on Survivor. I wouldn't do it even on Survivor, but it wasn't the worst thing. Um. So Lauren was ultimately okay. She was allowed to continue. And then we get back to camp, and that's when the crazy stuff happens because... That's when Gavin and Julia 
to, uh, and I think a bug in their ear was put in by a board dog. And Gavin and Julia started orchestrating a move to blindside Eric, the second in command of the Comet Alliance, which had the most people, aka the most votes, uh, also called the majority in the game. And I thought it was smart of them, even though they were in the alliance, because Juan was getting a lot of power, and eventually what happens when they get too much power is they just trample all over you and pull more people in and pick you off one by one. So I think this was the right move at the right time. A lot of people disagree, but I think it was the right move. So Gavin and Julia orchestrate a blindside of the second-in-command in comma, Eric. And it's smart when you're doing blindsides to get the second-in-command out first because that is the first-in-command, extra eyes and ears. So when you plan to get the first-in-command out, they don't have those eyes and ears to say, hey, you know, they're planning to get you out. I heard so-and-so's conversation. So I thought it was smart just to get them out. Um, get the second-in-command out first. So Eric gets blindsided, he goes to the edge of extinction, and then we have the moment of the episode where Reem says, dude, don't get excited. When Eric was like, oh, this is better than I thought it was going to be after he gets off the boat, Reem was like, dude, don't get excited. And so, yeah, Reem is fantastic. Like, I want her on every season, seriously. Um, And so... Yeah, that was like the major highlights of the episode. Uh, Now we have four factions. Old Manu, Lesu, Younger, Age, and Order, So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And that was the, those were, those are the major things. Now my three, two, one for the week. No John John this week, so just mine. My number three is Lauren because she, you know, worked so hard on the show and she passed out and she was ultimately okay. And the first thing she said when she came to was, dang, like I didn't win the challenge. Not, oh my God, I passed out. So I thought that was really like, Stunning that the first thing she would say was, dang, I didn't win the challenge or not. Dang, I passed out. Uh, And my number two would be David because he was smart not to give the idol back to Rick. Um, And I thought that was a really smart game move. And my number one would be Gavin and Julia both because they orchestrated the blind side on Eric, which I thought was the right thing to do because Ron was getting way too much power. Okay, so um, we hit the highlights. I hope you enjoyed. John John will be back next week for what I hear is one of the most epic tribal councils in Survivor history, and we will see you then. Bye! Oh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter at Devin Real Talk. Instagram at Real Talk Podcast Official. Now, officially, we will see you next week.
Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening today. You can visit us online at realtalkpodcastonline.wordpress.com. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at WRealTalk and on Instagram at RealTalkPodcastOfficial. You can also email us at Devin E. Readers, W-I-E-T-E-R-S, at gmail.com. Thank you, guys. So, uh, quick addition, it was actually Aurora that won the immunity and got the advantage from Aubrey. I got Aurora and, and Victoria mixed up. So, it was actually Aurora that won the immunity and got the advantage from Aubrey. Okay. Bye, guys.